the answer to the question everybody wants to know. LeBron, what's your decision? Um, in this fall, man, it's, it's very tough. Um, in this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the South Beach. Here's your chance, do your dance at the South Beach. All right. All right. Gentlemen, episode 60, I believe. Wow, here we are. Which is incredible. <laughs> And Brad is joining us from MSU. Yep, good to be here. Glad I could finally glad, uh, glad we can my, bring you on my debut. Yeah, on the Bros Gone Wild podcast. Yeah, just missing one more bro. Just one more Zach bro. Zach Austin <laughs> <laughs> with the other bro. It's funny. We uh, our last episode we did. Um, I was doing the intro. <laughs> Zach said it to me. He sent it to you. <laughs> so yeah, I have the I have the clip on my computer. I can play it after this. But I start out the podcast saying. Uh, hi, welcome to another episode of the Bros Gone. And like, I caught mid-sentence, <laughs> and we both looked at each other and started cracking up. It was funny. Yeah, um, no, he was recording and cracked me up. <laughs> but yeah, this, this March has been pretty madness. We don't have a poll, sadly. Not this week, yeah. It is what it is. Got too busy preparing for the weekend, but yeah, I forgot about the poll. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank yeah, you. Happy belated, yeah. 21 is the first day of twenty-one. Birthday. Yeah. It's good. It's great. It's spectacular. Do you feel different? I, I feel a little bit older. A little bit hungover. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so this is weird. Nice to have a pool. Who do you have when you bracket? Um, I mean, the easiest choice is Michigan State, yeah. yeah I, I gotta go with them. Uh, go to the damn. Uh, I think you're a little biased. I'm a little biased. I think they're. Uh, yeah, do you think you're biased with that pick? Um, this, well, I got I got to pick them, yeah, because they're I that is the school I go to. I will say that they're. You pick them in every bracket you made. No, no, I, I did cover my losses. Um, so I picked like I think Duke and one because I think I think oh. the winner. So the winner between Michigan State, uh, Duke, I think is going to be in the final four. Um, and I think Michigan State's probably top three like best teams as far as. Like the players that they have on the team. What's your opinion on Miles Bridges? Because Jonah yeah. thinks he seems to be a little overrated. So Jonah, you go ahead. What's your take on Miles Bridges? Because I've seen I've seen him play quite a bit in like in person and just in general. So in person. I'll right. see, I'll see what your I know your take athlete. is. No, I just Ooh. think he's just one of the most overrated <laughs> college basketball players we've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm a Michigan like I'm a Michigan State fan. Yeah, yeah. I like watching Michigan State, and I root for Miles Bridges. Guy's a phenomenal athlete. <laughs> Not disputing that. And a good basketball player. Yeah, yeah. But people make him out like he's a phenomenal basketball player. Yeah. I've he's unaggressive with the ball. Yeah. He never really takes mm-hmm. it to the rack. Every now and again he'll do it, but he's six foot seven, right? Six, yeah, six foot seven, six foot eight. Right? Yeah, something like that. He's supposed to be the best player on the floor, the mm-hmm. biggest, strongest guy on the floor. And he never looks to attack the basket, and he only takes jump shots, and he's got a good <laughs> shot. <laughs> this breakdown. But I just I don't get all the hype. Yeah. Maybe if he figures it out, but yeah. he's just very unaggressive and doesn't seem to really show up when it matters. Sometimes I mean I know he hit that buzzer beater yeah. earlier, and but but how like he didn't do much of that game, did he? Um. Yeah. He played, he, yeah. I played all right in that, in that game. But uh, like. But yeah, he's, he's not a guy that can like. He's a guy that can, but doesn't really lead them in like scoring and yeah, as much so this as he is should. A, that's the most uh, frustrating thing with Michigan State is that they have, they have the at all, 
basically every game they play, they have the best five athletes on the court. Um, but for whatever reason, none of them want to like take initiative and score. Um, like Josh, Lane, Miles should be that guy that if you need a bucket or something, if a team just made two baskets in a row, like you should just go to Miles Bridges, have him do a pick and roll, or have him just go ISO and get to the basket and go and. That like never even, happens. Even there's there's um, so many times where I've seen him get the ball on the wing with the whole side to himself mm-hmm. and pass it back up top. Like that should yeah. never happen. If you're running on a fast break, you're the, you're supposed to be the best player on the floor. Yeah. And you're one on one with a guy. That's to the rim every single time. Mm-hmm. Um. So that I guess my analysis or whatever you want to call it of Miles Bridges is at the beginning of the year or the pretty much this whole year. I, I agreed with that. I thought he was one of the most overrated players in college basketball. Because um, for the reasons you just said, like he 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 has one like sweep step through yeah. to the right baseline, and, and if that gets shut down, like he doesn't know what to do. Like he yeah. doesn't have anything after that. Right. Um, he's an all right three point shooter, but he never gets to the rim. Like he should be shooting like he's like a ninety percent free throw shooter, and he should, he be, should shooting, be shooting like ten free throws a game. He should be um, trying to dunk on somebody every single play. Yeah. Um, he'll probably be gone right after this year. Yeah, he'll be gone after this yeah. year. Yeah, it was a yeah. shock that he came back this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say, in the last few games I have watched, um, I think the yeah the last few games I have watched, he's been doing moves I've never seen him do. Like he did a, uh, I forget who it was against, but I think it was um, one of their last regular season games. He got in the post, and what they're doing now is they're putting him in the post and trying to get him better looks there, because. Um, He's got an all right post, like fadeaway type of deal. But um, one thing I saw him do was a, and this is like in crunch time. This is like close game, four minutes to go or something like that. He's the best player on that team. He should have the ball down the stretch. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I'm saying the move he made, he made like a, a turn, a spinning, like right handed hook. He's left handed, so he made a right handed hook. And like that impressed me. Um, he made a few game, or uh, I watched the oh, I'm not, I'm opening round game. Um, but it just showing that it seems like he's improved, or he's. At least trying working to implement, yeah, he's working yeah. on it. And that's the thing is with him, is he has the like highest potential. Oh I, yeah. And that it just it, is it uh is he able to implement it? And right. he wasn't able to do that for the majority of this year and last year. I thought the same thing. Like he just couldn't seem to implement. Kinda, just it um, seems like he only wants to shoot the ball from the outside. Yeah. But and he's I think got a pretty shot. It's not like he's got a bad shot. No, he does. I don't have, mind. No, he's got a good shot. But yeah. It is. It's, it's just going to be a matter of in, can he can he um, implement what he works on in practice and whatever. But I think I think he'll be better. I was talking to uh, Foster a little bit um, last time I saw him. This was a little while ago, yeah. and we were talking about Miles, and he said he'll be better at in the NBA because there's more space. Um, can't sit. Kind of the same. I can see that. Um, and, and he's playing a, a different position. He'll be a four in the NBA instead of a three, mm-hmm. so he'll have bigger guys on him. Right. Um, and kind of like um, Donovan Mitchell, he yeah. no one really knew about him this year, and he, just the way he. And if you talk or if you listen to any interviews with Donovan Mitchell, he talks about how when he got to the NBA, it was easier. Like oh wow, there was just way more space that he could go. And like it's a different game. It's a different sure, game, yeah. and he played at Louisville, so they were pressing forty minutes a game, yeah. and he said it was just. Like <laughs> almost like he was playing like not a, a pick I guess like a pickup game like he just let um, yeah less stressful and mm-hmm. I'm sure it his, nobody plays defense spot. like they do in college in college I feel and like they lock down in the NBA there's so many games that a lot of people just, a lot of those guys just kind of take plays oh yeah oh yeah off or whatever oh. so 
He's blowing up though. He he's had a. He, he, you don't agree. I I just you guys were both uh, trying to get to the like not playing defense in the NBA type thing. Yeah. Um. They, yeah, I think it's just music. the thing is in the NBA is that the players are so damn good at offense that it's really That's really hard it. to play defense. No, yeah. I a hundred percent understand that and I agree with that. And, and I but think, at the same time, the defense. Is <laughs> and I think that I think it kind of goes like there's a little one maybe yeah maybe not every play they're not playing the hardest defense as they are in college, but the other is like when, when they, they play so good offense that it overlooks how like they they are trying on defense and whatnot. But um, uh, that would be my rebuttal, I guess, to that argument. Um, not to say that I fully like agree that. Um, because I, I do think that NBA no, there's players a, there's, just a, there's a lot of NBA players that no, no matter who's guarding them, it's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get that in college. I mean, pretty much everybody right. can. I mean, maybe you have that special. Like, and it's a big difference in the NBA. You can't sit in the lane on defense. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't just it's a lot easier. Yeah, a big guy it, it's right a lot easier to play up close to a guy knowing you have one or two guys back to help you. Um, so there's a lot of different factors that go into it that um, kind of – it's it's easy to, to jump to a conclusion saying the NBA players don't play defense, but I think there's a lot of other factors you have to look at when coming to that conclusion. Yeah. What is your opinion on all these players starting to sit for more games and taking breaks? Are you talking about like in the NBA for yeah. tanking and all that? Um, not not necessarily even tanking. So you're I'm saying like Le- San Antonio, yeah, resting, players yeah, players taking what seems like. More periods of time to um, just rest. Coaches are sitting, guys. I feel like that hasn't been that big of a storyline this year. Um, yeah, I would agree. They made the rule change. I think the last couple of years that was a big headline. Um, and I think what has, I guess, um, kind of quieted that whole thing down or we're not seeing it as much is because the NBA changed the way they do the schedule. There's less back-to-backs now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, there's I did not know there's that. There's less back, back-to-backs um, this the season is stretched out. I think an extra week or two or something like that. Did they I'm did sure they change the rule? Like, because I, I remember I couldn't remember if they were talking about putting this rule in if they actually did, where like you can't sit out just for rest on a nationally televised game or like at that could or, be right or at, or business. or at an away game. Yeah, because if you're if it's an ESPN yeah. and then San Antonio sits all their players, yeah. that's a shit game. That's right? the one thing is, that and so fun. they lose money and then. P- teams get really pissed. People get really pissed when LeBron goes somewhere and he mm-hmm. sits out because yeah, yeah. people are coming to see LeBron. Right. Like you know, <laughs> wherever he goes, people are going to watch him. If he's not playing, people get upset. Um. Yeah, I don't think that was. I don't know if that's a rule or not. I'm sure it's a thing that probably last summer that it was like a they behind closed about. doors thing, mm-hmm. and they probably just sat down with either the teams yeah, or like an unwritten rule. Yeah. Sort yeah, of yeah, it was an unwritten rule. Say like here, here's the. God issue that we're having with you don't guys do sitting it. down, like basically don't doing it, and Big we'll try to find something else to help you guys out right. with that form, sort of thing. Because it is ultimately, it's, it the NBA puts out a better product when those guys play those for games. sure. Yeah, so it's I think they both kind of realize that both sides kind of realize. Yeah, that. I feel like the NBA's uh, on a huge upswing right oh, now. Yeah, They're doing is. really well, right? It's doing I mean, I, this really this feels like the like it, the biggest I've ever. Yeah, really seen it. I agree, um, and I think it's just a matter of time between before the NBA is like overtakes the NFL. Like I think when we're 40, 50 years old, I think the NBA is going to be the league that 
everybody pays attention to. Wow. And, um, I, I, think yeah. I, I think football is on its way out. The, the culture's leaning that yeah, way. It's just how it is. People don't want to watch football anymore. Mm-hmm. They're sick and tired of watching people <laughs> kill themselves out there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one thing about the NBA is they, and we learned about, or I guess I kind of learned about this in my History of Sport in America class that I'm taking, is the NBA was the first, like, and kind of only league um, to kind of embrace, like, coolness. Like, they they always send, uh, and we talked about this, like, with international communities, like, they always try to, they just uh, embrace anything about the NBA, whether it's, like, good or bad. Like, the NFL, like, if you try to tweet out, like, a video of something doing, the, like, whatever, they'll, they'll almost try to, like, deny it or, yeah. like, they'll kind of... Con- I don't know, conflict with you about it and the NBA just embraces it and puts all their stuff out there and um, it kind of gears towards our generation and totally um, and they've really embraced they're, they're, they're the best league that has like used social media like if you totally. if you're on uh, Twitter or whatever doing a good games or whatnot you can just go on there and see all the top plays and for sure um, no other sport is really the kind of com- compares to that. The commission has brought that, brought yeah, that sport back around. I think Silver's done a great job. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's I heard really the NFL job. was trying to buy, like, really? sign yeah. him to a contract to replace Goodell. But he, wow. he told wow. him no. I didn't know that. He told wow. him no, but so they re-signed Goodell. Yeah, that's incredible. But they reached out, I think, to Silver before they offered Goodell a deal. involved in all that mess, dude. Fuck Anybody that gets no. in the NFL right now, dude. It's a bad business to bad be in right now unless you're – I mean, even if you're a player, it's probably not the mm-hmm. best, but you're making some money. <laughs> Goodell, Goodell's a problem. He needs to mm-hmm. uh, he needs to take his ass off the door, I think. He just got a fat contract, though. He's not going anywhere. I was going to say, he makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Too stupid. Much. Um, what do you want to talk about March Madness? I feel like we haven't... Yeah, do we, did we even yeah. talk about the Michigan game last night? That was no. That was I was yeah. at the bar. Yeah. So give us uh, your give us uh, a little. <laughs> yeah. What I was happened kinda, at the bar because that scene must have been crazy. I was running around. I was dishing high fives. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we we were we were going kind of in between. There's like a dance bar almost in the back, and then you can mm-hmm. go to the bar with all the TVs and things. Yeah. And so I was kind of going back and forth. Hamid was dancing at the dance bar. It was awesome. <laughs> And but we, I was watching the Michigan game mostly, just kind of chilling. And all of a sudden, a scene kind of comes, and everyone kind of gathers as the game gets down to like mm-hmm. a minute or so. And he hit the shot, and people were freaking out. Pe- there was a there was a girl on the bar like jumping up and down, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone was cheering, running around like a go blue chant started. <laughs> it was incredible. A go blue chant started up here. <laughs> yeah. A little weird. yeah. What's that? Yeah, it, it was a little weird. Yeah, it was strange. Um, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd been, uh, uh, the only thing I can compare that fun. to, or like what I what I picture, I guess, um, is when I was at B Dubs for the Conor McGregor Jose Aldo fight when <laughs> he knocked him out in eleven wild. seconds, and the oh, bar just went bananas. Yeah, just bananas. Oh, and, dude. Uh, that's what I picture when I picture yeah, that shot going. Yeah. In. So that, that's always a fun time. When, <laughs> yeah. When everybody's kind and of and everybody was watching it too. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like. Is it true? I don't. I don't want to get off the topic of basketball, but really quick, is Money Mayweather gonna? Is he gonna be going? I did. I got UFC? a. I got. I got an update or whatever, a notification that said he's training with Tyron Woodley. Yeah. No. Um, way. <laughs> I can't imagine he'd actually. I fight can't dude. imagine. Because he's just, getting. It, this has got to be for press. It's got to be because I mean, if you're. He'd a, his, he just asked me. He died. He he get, so here's he the deal. Connor, Connor would kill him. Well, oh yeah. Fight Connor. He want to fight Connor. There's isn't no that way what, isn't, that, isn't that what he's That's talking what about? That's what it would be for, right? I heard he was, transi- he was, he was training to, for a transition into MMA. I didn't hear anything 
um, about that. Like I thought the whole reason for him getting in the octagon was you, fight Conor. You, so here's stuff. the deal. If he, cause oh, Conor kill him. He's training <laughs> yeah. with Woodley, and if he can... Um, Spar with him. Just learn enough to prevent getting taken down. He's got a fighting chance against knocking someone out. I mean, he's got these damn oh, best dude. boxer in the damn world. So I mean, if you, if you, you, just, can, if you can prevent people from taking you down and avoid, like, kicks and stuff... The thing is, if That's I was fighting so him, so much easier said than done. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't think it would be. It would work. I, I just don't think he could learn that at his. No. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I just. No, I agree. I don't think. It's don't possible. think that's possible. Um, but yeah. Uh, Keep going on that tournament, brother. <laughs> so you got a whole page of notes written down. Yes. Let me let me know. What this is all about. like old stuff, but. Um, good, I was saying the good sweat. Call, good call with that. What's that? You you had best game of the day. Oh yeah, this Loyola was this, this was uh yeah that was the first opening round day, so I said Loyola Miami. Um, it was just back like, I think I was watching this at work and like I was I was shredding paper so it wasn't difficult for me. <laughs> but I like I'm putting the paper and I'm watching my phone. I'm I like, keep stopping to freak out. But uh, in that game, um, they it's just it was back and forth. Like they just literally. We're shooting three. Like one team, uh, Miami came down would hit a three. Loyola would come right back. Just it, it became a shootout. Um, been a lot of really good. Years. It's been a heck. And yeah. Great think, March. It's, yeah. it's been a spectacular March. I think this goes to Jay, Jay Billis said said this earlier. I don't know when he said it, but um, gotta go to work. Yeah, those tweets. <laughs> I love. I love his. Uh, gotta go to work. Tweets. It's his Jeezy weird, yeah. man. He loves. But um, he said that. Because everybody's been kind of saying that it's been a down year for college basketball as far as there's not been a dominant team. It's a good thing for you. Yeah. And he said that, yeah, there's no dominant team, but this is, like, the best college basketball it's ever been because Anybody it's the most competitive win. it's been. Like, from top to bottom. It's not always good to have that exactly. team no. that's kicking yeah. 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 Exactly. The kind of sucks women's basketball, women's basketball, I guess, probably benefits from UConn because it gives them yeah. more press. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, all the other teams don't really even have a chance. No. Like, it's just kind of everybody's competing no, for a second. Right. And yep. the time of the it's true. game was uh, of their opening round game. It was ninety-three to fifty-four. Or 30, oh, 30, Thirty-four at halftime. Ninety-three to thirty-four. That is a good comment. Yeah, go look up the thing. Uh, the uh, how many points did they put up in the game? I don't know. I don't know what the final score was, but it was ninety-three. It was they scored ninety-three or ninety-four Bro. points in the first half. Excuse me. That's whack as hell. Um, yeah, so that was pretty crazy. Uh. I had some, uh, I don't know, I guess. I, yesterday, oh, final score, 140 to 52. <laughs> <laughs> they beat them by 90. <laughs> that what? is crazy. What? It's just gross. Is that not, like, is that's that, really that, might set a, that might set a record for the biggest margin ever. Wow. That is insanity. That is insanity. <coughs> you don't have enough players to put in the game. Like, you, you go through, your, like, your second and your third wave, and then you need to, like, start playing already. off, like, fans off the, uh, oh, uh, in the stands. They broke records for most points in women's NCAA tournament game with 140, most points in a half with 94, and most points in a quarter with 55. Wow. They were talking about maybe bringing Gino to the men's team and having him coach him up. Do you guys think they, he would have... they fired Kevin Ollie. Yeah. And yeah. I, I guess Kevin Ollie's fighting it. He's trying to... Cause wrongful it's, termination yeah, or something like that? Yeah, they're saying he, really? they fired him on wrongful... Just cause was the yeah. reason, so... Um, 
But yeah, that'd be interesting to see because I can't imagine that guy. Oh, I I could, but with with, with uh, Kevin like fighting it and making it an ugly situation, yeah. I don't I don't think that's a situation Gino would step into. Yeah, he, he's one of the best coaches of all time. I, just yeah, flat definitely. out in any sport, I don't oh, know yeah. how you dispute it. We just. Um, I think he could translate it to the men's. Oh, game. I do too. Obviously, not the same he's, success. He's got so much but, respect. Yeah. Like just no matter. How, who you are? If you win that many damn games, like you, listen you to earn talk. Your respect. And yeah, like they play talk. so hard for yeah, him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he, I was listening to one of his like pre-practice speeches, and he goes, "If you don't want to work hard, get out of here. Like mm-hmm. we're not coaching effort. You're here. Like you yeah. wouldn't be here if we didn't think you were good. So like you're gonna work <laughs> your ass off, and you can go or you can go home. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's crazy. It's cool. He's like translated that. it pretty damn well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had some people because. College or this March Madness, what I really like, one of the things I really like about it is you get to see um, different players. Like, you, there's so many damn good players there in is. college basketball, and this is kind of a mm-hmm. time of year that kind of brings that all to light. Yeah. Um, Highlights it. Yeah, so one game that's on today is uh, Marshall plays. Fuck yeah, Marshall. Marshall plays who? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Now. Marshall plays West Auburn? Virginia. West Virginia, West Virginia. And I watched their first game, and they got this guy, John Elmore. Dude, he's so oh, excited. Well. <laughs> he shoots from forever away. He's, he shoots, shoots for, Jimmer range. Dude, he shoot. I was watching what? it, and I was so impressed. I watched the conference championship game, and this guy was shooting from, like, half court. And I have not yeah. so I So I picked Marshall. I got Marshall yeah. beating tonight. West, West Virginia. Virginia. I, I would not be surprised. Well, the thing not with uh, Marshall, uh, first of all, I'll read his stats. He had 27. This is in the game against uh, who they upset, Wichita State. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, he had 27 points on 6 of 13 shooting, yeah. 4 from 8 from deep, and 11 from 15 from the free throw line. So the, the thing that impressed me with him is he can shoot it from anywhere. And then he's, like, not yeah. faster than anybody. He just uses, like, changes so speed and, like, sh- his yeah. smarts to get I'm, anywhere I'm he wants. I'm excited to watch him. So that, that's That'd a player cool. I would highly... Uh, and uh, suggest investing some time into mm-hmm. um, Marshall too. They're a fun team. They uh, they get a hand in every play, like defensively and stuff. Uh, they I'm, get weird steals that shouldn't be steals. Um, I'm not doing anything but sitting on my ass and watching basketball all day. Yeah, Sam. Right Michigan State plays at uh, I believe 2:40. Do that? Yeah. Oh, fun. I know that. Purdue plays later. Purdue plays Butler. That's a they lost a their big guy. That's a key loss. So that that definitely uh, opens the door for Butler. Um, that game's on Unbound. at noon. I think that's the first. That's one of the a, first ones to tip. Yeah, twelve fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think so. That'd be a nice um, game. Another player to watch, and probably one of the player of the year candidate, Devontae Graham for Kansas. Oh, yeah. he's incredible. He is incredible. I didn't, so I haven't watched Kansas since the beginning of the year, and when I watched him, it was the, when I went to Chicago for the, what is that, the, when Michigan State played Duke and Kansas played Kentucky in the beginning of the uh, year. It, it oh, it was like the champions. Yeah, what it, champions classic, yeah. that's what it is. Anyways, I watched them then, and they just looked wild and hmm. turned the ball over, and but I watched yesterday. Devonte Graham is ridiculous. Like he looks like a night and day player. Yeah. Um, that guy passes the ball. I like him like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously. Um, so yeah, it, it's been a fun March Madness, and should be should make for a good Final Four and whatnot. I'm excited. Really it's already shaken up like crazy. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. That, how, okay, um, first, we, we haven't even yeah, talked we, about the, the 16 seed winning. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. We first time ever in history. I think they. Felt so it. yeah, the Felt 16 seed won and. Um, UMBC baby. Yeah, the Retrievers. Uh, the retrievers. 
So that was a heck of a thing, and um, I think they could beat Kansas State today. Listen, they got they beat the best team in the tournament. They can beat. Anybody. They beat the best team in the tournament, and they have. I would say I don't know who's on Kansas State, but I'm gonna go ahead and say they got um, the best player on the court with that Trey Lyles guy or something Lyles, not Trey Lyles. That guy's in the NBA, uh, but um, something Lyles. I like that guy was really good. I liked what the coach said after the game. They they go, how far this t- can this team go? And he just goes, honestly. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, you're a 16 seed. Like, no. they're expecting you to go there and lose. Yeah. And then they win, and it's kind of like, okay, like, you know the next team you play is going to be better than you, but, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, if you stay is, hot, like, yeah. if you get, you know, all it takes is some momentum. Mm-hmm. They, there's nobody, sure. they proved to themselves there's nobody they can't beat. They're going to be the yeah. best team they're ever going to play. And, and yeah. they got kind of everything, like, um, they got that Lyles guy who's a scorer. They got that point guard who's tough to guard and, like, fits their system good and then they had a big guy that I mean they just kind of have all the pieces for a for an mm-hmm. upset and I could see I like it continuing to They're do it to watch. it's exciting yeah. anything else you guys want to uh, touch on any basketball yeah. questions that you yeah. may or may not have for I want, me? yeah I want to bounce something off <laughs> you so there's been a lot of talk about <laughs> the playoffs in the NBA changing from 8-8 eight and eight to the best 16 yeah how is the system think, function? So right now they take the best eight teams from the East and West mm-hmm. to make the playoffs, and they're talking about instead of doing that, just taking the 16 best, regardless of what conference they're in. Doing you it, have man. to get rid of the conferences. It'd be a mess. They will never do it. I Yeah, it would be tough. Um, I, the thing is, is hmm. it would be really hard for, like, to have a playoff series, a, a, a seven-game playoff series, and you have it um, – with a team like Golden State against like New York, yeah, and you gotta like, fly yeah, back to New York. You could do, yeah, but you do that for the finals and stuff. You do it for the finals, but um, yeah, but for the whole playoffs, I understand what you're saying. But I feel like you'd have to, I don't know, drag it out a bit more. You might have to add an, another rest day. Maybe um, one thing that, I, and I don't remember it exactly. I wish I did. Um, I listened to Bill Simmons, um, and he had an interesting proposal. It was you take like the t- bottom. So you take like the bottom, you make the playoffs 16 teams, and you take the bottom four, and they play at like a neutral site, like in a final four type mm-hmm. of format, and like whoever wins the game moves into the next part of the bracket. The other two get like um, an extra pick, or, or the winner of it, the winner of the tournament gets like an extra pick and some money or something for like trade purposes or whatever, and then they move on to the the playoffs. And I think he was saying make the playoffs. Like best three out of five. So not seven game series. Until like until like the conference semis or something like that. Okay. Um. And now it, and I just I should have probably never brought that up because I definitely butchered how yeah how he had it proposed. Um. He would explain. I, I I could get you what what he said it on, but um, he had an interesting thing hmm. for. It. I think a reason it's logistically extremely it's, it is, hard to have make it happen because yeah. If you keep the conferences east and west, and then you, but you make the playoffs, the top sixteen teams, the teams in the worst conference, so the teams in the east have an advantage because they're not playing as many good teams, so they're gonna have a better record. Yeah, that's true. So you have an advantage. So to be able to make it equal, you'd have to get rid of the conferences, and everybody would have to play the same schedule. You'd have to play everybody twice at home and more away, and it's a lot more traveling throughout the season. Oh yeah. Because 
Yeah. Now you got to travel out to the West Coast yeah, right. more than you would. And I like having like a separation between the two. Like mm, to have it all so just like I. all the teams together. I mean, I appreciate it. I, I like it adds a little bit more rivalry. You kind of got to compete. Yeah, yeah. There's like mm-hmm. you you want to be like in the best conference. You know, like I don't know. Just it's. It adds to the game. I think if you eliminated that, it would kind just, of hurt the NBA. Yeah, I just don't see how it can happen. I understand. It's a good idea in theory, but mm-hmm. it's really hard to make happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What's your guys' opinion on the a big topic in the NBA is the one-and-done rule? They need to get rid of it, stupid fucking rule. What's your like solution to it? Cause that's, cause I don't have a, so get Get rid of it. And just let anybody who wants what? to come to the NBA play. Yeah, why not? Why, why does it why does there have to be an age limit? If I'm good enough to play in the NBA, oh, I, should for college? Able, I should be able to play at the NBA from 12 years old if I'm damn well and ready. Yeah. And somebody wants to sign me and put me on the floor, I don't think there should it be. It's clear that there's I don't, a restriction. I can't, like, why? Like, you're wasting a, a year of this kid's life yeah. where he could be making money yeah. playing basketball yeah, and developing for your system and being under your coaching and supervision. But you're ma- you're making them go to college where they could get hurt. You know, something yeah, could I, happen. I, and I, I just I, I don't really it's understand the, the one and done because if these guys are good enough, yeah, they can just do whatever they should. They're gonna go, go, they go one year in college purely for basketball purposes and not really give a fuck. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, if I was good enough to go one and done, I wouldn't give a flying fuck about school. I would make sure yeah. I get enough grades so I can play, and, and then I'm gonna go make the money. Like yeah. these guys aren't getting anything out of the year of school. That they yeah, get. Ben Simmons said has said that he learned he's learned more than it by his first year in at uh, in Philadelphia than he did. I bet he's got to learn how to manage all of his money yeah. and shit. True. And I think the whole thing. I think the 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 problem is is you. It takes a sense of, I guess, maturity to play in the NBA. Um, if you're having 16, 17-year-old kids play in the NBA with what at the 20-somethings and the 30s and whatever, it takes a sense of maturity. Um, I think the best solution that I've heard is to require uh, like you're in the G League. Yeah, you're in the G League. I think the I think the NBA should. I think just, that's a good idea. I think they play. should invest. Um, like I think every every team should have a G League team. Um, they don't right now. Not every team has one. There's two teams that don't. It's the Blazers, and I'm forgetting the other one. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but the Blazers uh-huh. don't. Um, but anyways, yeah, it would be you and you make anybody who wants to come to the NBA. It, I think you'd make the age limit like 18, so like high schoolers could come out. Um, and then yeah, you'd have them make one year in the G League. They'd get like a subtle kind of contract and. A chance to prove themselves, because th- that's the other that's the other concern is you don't want to make a million dollar investment in a seventeen year old kid who doesn't know anything about himself, let alone no, let alone basketball. It's, um, it's definitely a risk. Yeah, yeah it's I, a huge risk. I understand. I understand. It's probably more risky, but why would you make LeBron James go to a year of college? LeBron, 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 LeBron is lucky. They want to see the. He's lucky he came in the league when he did. Yeah. Then he did. Let's go to college. I know, but that's the thing is you're, mm-hmm. the teams are protecting themselves from that like investment. They want to see an extra year. Uh, I mean, yes. no, in any kind of thing, you 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 want to see. You want to protect. I I get it. Um, but when there's a talent like that and you can't go get him, no. Mm-hmm. Well, I think team, Why you the teams wait? were in favor of the one and done rule. That's the teams implemented it. 
the GMs and the team because they're the ones with the yeah. money. They yeah, don't they're wanna, the ones with the power. I know. And, and the other thing is, if you have high school players, teams have to hire uh, way more uh, scouting staff. They got to go to high school gyms now all over the country. Hmm. Um, when you have, I mean, you're only drafting kids out of high school who are fucking ready. Like I'm talking, I'm to, talking about like. The ones and like the the Tim Duncan's and the Kobe's, well, that, like that's like, changing it now. You're changing, like, cause no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm getting rid of the one and done rule. Doesn't I, mean everybody's coming out of I fucking know, but high you're school changing anymore. Who's, you're, you're changing who's <laughs> able to come in the in the NBA. You're saying only the most talented high school, and who decides who's the most talented high school player? I'm telling you, anybody is allowed to declare I'm going to the NBA out of high school, but doesn't mean they're getting signed. I yeah. think you allow them to. Pursue it. You should let it happen if they want. Now, if I'm a team, if I'm a team owner, I'm not signing any kid out of high school unless I fucking know it. And you, and if you know it, so getting to hire a bunch of people. So getting rid of huge getting getting rid of the getting rid of the rule does nothing but free you up to possibly do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not forcing you into picking a high schooler. Yeah, I agree. Um, But it would it would just be it would also it it would be a huge change. with that, it would influence every team in the NBA and um, make it. It would just be a huge change that people would have to adjust to. Teams would have to adjust to. I think ultimately it would be much better for it, the it, NBA. It would hurt college. It would hurt college. I don't think it would hurt it um, a significant mo- amount. Um, I I just think that there's still going to be a really there's going to be a, like we're we're talking like you said we're only talking like probably. At the most, 15, 20 kids come from high school. I, like, I doubt it's even in that a many. Year? I, no way. I doubt it that it's even that much. Yeah, but we're no saying, way. like, tops. Like, and, like, I don't think college basketball would suffer too much from, from that. Um, but, yeah, it, w- it would be tough for teams because they would have to, they would. They would have to invest a lot of time and money to, they would literally have to create a high school, a co- college basketball staff and a high school scouting staff. Um, and it'd be tough, but I agree. I think one year in the G League where you have like you give them maybe uh, I don't know league what, yeah league minimum or even maybe they even create a contract that's a high school player contract or whatever like specifically for that um, maybe if it's, yeah. Um, what's your guys's uh, What's your guys's opinion on the college players just getting no money and and the oh they need to get paid. It's absolutely ridiculous that they don't. In my opinion. Yeah, I think they... They're coming out with stuff where they're slightly getting paid and... Oh, no, I mean... Oh, you're talking about, like, the rules? Yeah, Just, they, I don't know. You can, they, you can kind of give them some shit in season, and it's... But I did a speech on this my freshman year. Did you? Uh-huh. Um, give it to us. They made <laughs> millions and millions of dollars for the university. Yeah, a like, lot, a lot. Out the uni- Like, these big universities that... Are in March Madness right now, for, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. are making a shitload oh, of money off these yeah. kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> these guys' jerseys are selling in stores with their names on it, mm-hmm. yeah. and they don't see it down. Or I guess they can't sell it with their names on it, can they? No, it's just the whatever jersey. But you're buying their jersey, oh, yeah. Totally. And they don't see a dime of it. When Johnny Manziel was in college, he generated over seven million dollars yeah. in jersey revenue for the. They never, never saw a dime, and yeah. they're making seven million dollars off his name, essentially. Yeah, that is his that is brand. Mm-hmm. And you they do don't. That. If you're a full time like college athlete, you don't really have time to get a job. 
Yeah. Like, they, you're, you're 40 your hours Your job a week. is football. Yeah. The, the question is, and I don't know the answer sport. to this, maybe you would have some, or any of you guys would have some insight to it, but we're, when you say, like, Johnny Manziel, for example, brought in $7 million, there's it, 52 other guys on his team that no one knew about. Um, so how do you pay, how do you compensate Johnny Manziel right. versus the third string defensive right. lineman who... Um, right, and I think it's a similar question too. Yeah. How much do you yeah. play the Alabama football team versus the Alabama women's Swim water team. polo team? Yeah. Because yeah, you, you, you can't just play the football guys or just play right. the basketball guys yeah. and then alienate all the other sports. Um, I don't know. I think that the bigger, I think it, it would have to be based on well, I'm just, right now I'm just talking about per sport, how much money they bring in. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously since the football team brings in most money, yeah, I think they're going to get most. Of the, oh yeah, they're going to get more money out of the sport. The I works. think it's fair. I think everybody can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, paying differently, I don't know. Yeah, see, that's a tough question, and I still haven't really come up with. That's that. why there's lots mm-hmm. more people out there than each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I don't know. Um, it's a tough one to figure <laughs> out. It's a <laughs> a lot of tough questions need to be asked yeah. in the making of that. And that, I think that's why it's taken so long to come up with that ruling. Um, and that's another thing with the. What'd you guys th- what was your guys' take on the NBA or the college basketball report coming out with the insider? Oh, I yeah, the AAU, some kind of AAU insider was paying people, and um, Bridges was in, Miles Bridges was involved, mm, DeAndre Ayton was getting. Those guys were all cleared. Yeah, I haven't heard anything since. Well, they can't. Yeah, they were clear, but they were they were compensated. Like they like Miles Bridges just got two hundred dollars in a dinner. dinner right? Yeah, um, but Deion, in the DeAndre Ayton case, like the coach was discussing paying him a hundred thousand dollars. Right, but they, they it was basically it, it's basically they, they don't have any proof. Yeah, to like they can't just hold them out because somebody said it. I think is what it's at. Right but now, besides right? the proof fact, what's your take on like? Uh, it it's even happens. Like, it's just shady business, dude. There's some shit going on behind the scenes, and a lot of it comes from Nike and Adidas and the yeah. shoe companies. I think uh, that like, uh, they because they send a lot of money into those AAU teams, and those AAU coaches and those AAU like that run like AAU mm-hmm. organizations, throwing that money out like it's fucking sure. nothing to those kids. Yeah, I just think that uh, it kind of goes with the whole paying college athletes. It, is that if you were to pay college athletes, you probably wouldn't have had this scandal. Right. Um, Just pay him in the first place. Pay him in the yeah. first place, and yeah, I mean, you gotta know. Like, I, I, you gotta know that this happens behind closed doors. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody does. Exactly, and so I think so it's just it stupid is. that um, that the NCAA tried to make it a big deal. They came out with a statement saying this has no place in the game, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, but NCAA's got they're a, they're they, a shady organization they themselves. Right they're they look very bad, know. and yeah, um, I'm not too fond fond of them. No. Um, it was a good kid. It was a lot longer than I was anticipating. Yeah. 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 Had a lot to talk about. Yeah, well, got chatty. Thanks for being on, dude. Thanks no for problem. coming on, dude. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to give your plugs. Your, uh, oh, yes. Uh, Basket Bros podcast is um, me and my it's brother. on Instagram, too. Yep, Instagram. Uh, yeah, so just check us out. We're on whatever, iTunes, all that sort of thing. Sweet. Uh, basketball, the Basket Bros podcast. Nice. Um, Sweet. Should have some episodes out pretty soon. Good deal. Yeah, we well, we have multiple out there. Yeah. Hope everybody had a great St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Yep. And uh, I guess we'll see you next Monday. Cheers. Enjoy basketball. Enjoy it. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bros Gone Wild podcast. 
If you'd like to find us on Instagram, type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. We are on SoundCloud as Bros Gone Wild Podcast. You can, on iTunes, you can type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. On Twitter, you can type in BGW Podcast. And on YouTube, you can type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. So wherever you want us, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that. We'll see you next Monday.